0: And my podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast.
1: Max Fun Drive. Drive. We are the ones who host a wrestling show. We need your money.
2: (laughs) And when you're down and out, and there seems no hope at all.
1: If you just believe, there's no way we can fall. Wow, 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 wow. Welcome to Tights and Fights, (laughs) the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. (laughs) I'm Res <laughs> Halmania Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, half Dan, half amazing, Danielle <laughs> Radford. Good one, as always. And Lindsay, the iHeart Break Kelk.
0: No, oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh good one. That's a really that's two things. It's two things. That's two things, that's two things Julian. Two
1: things. <laughs> two things. Two things. (laughs) Two things. Later on in the show, we'll be talking with Selena De La Renta. She is a wrestler and manager who's earned a dedicated following in her young career. This is Max Fun Drive. We're bringing the guests for you. But first, how about the story that some are calling the hottest story of the last few months? Me. I'm calling it that. The hottest angle of the last few months. I
2: also call it that, too.
1: (laughs) Kofi Kingston. Hashtag Kofi Mania challenging for the wwe title
0: Mm.
1: he had a gauntlet match in which he defeated in order sheamus then cesaro then rowan then samoa joe then randy orton to win his way to wrestlemania and finally get the match against daniel bryan that everybody thinks he deserves but of course vince had another wrench to throw in the plans Mm. here's a clip
2: This. What does he <laughs> say? Gritting politicians buying souls
1: for the brunch all?
3: Brunch all, all. And now it's French all? It's about mimosas.
1: Congratulations. Buying oh. souls for brunch, yeah, brunch y'all. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, that's <laughs> <sort> of <laughs> Miraculous right. thus
0: far. And Kofi, you're going to WrestleMania. Uh, wow. Except there's five oh, minutes left in the show. Yep.
2: <laughs> 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 so keep it talking to
0: Nancy. <laughs> you're going to WrestleMania. As long as you can defeat this one last time. Did opponent. seem to forget there for a moment. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I know he does
2: the dramatic pause, but he's- As long as- I, I hesitate exactly to say he's lost a step, so he's lost-
3: the immediately- It's a muscle. Otherwise, Kofi would forfeit his opportunity. Yeah.
1: Why? This is the most ridiculous- And just one other thing. I mean this from the bottom of my heart, Kofi. Good luck.
3: What an asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good luck. What's what? 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 No. What? no. Loved What's no? Love that.
3: Love that. What's no? I think that music used to make me so
1: happy. I know, right? <sighs> Work me, that, Daddy. Work me, Daddy. I love Work me. me.
2: I know, I, have we talked about, because there is added stank on his music now. Have yeah. we talked about that? I love I love the heel stank.
0: Yeah. It's so great. Oh. It's so great. And his what? little smirk when work. he walks out. Yeah. Oh, I love it all. I, feel like, I just. I don't
2: think we've talked about it yet. We've talked about everything else. We talked about his amazing belt. We have not talked about the heel stank. Please keep working me, Daddy. Work me, Daddy. You're... Work me, Daddy. <laughs> work me. For
0: God's sake. Al would like to be worked. I can't
1: <laughs> So good.
0: So you liked it then?
1: I just like old fashioned <laughs> storytelling. I know this is not a new story. We've seen the story over and over again. There's a reason why it works.
0: But it's good. And we
1: identify so, with Kofi. And it's
0: organic. Oh, it, and Daniel it, Bryan's it wasn't promo, forced on us. It's his so good. promo
1: earlier where he's like, you don't deserve this. This isn't yeah. what I went through. You got selected yes. to fill in for a match. Like, oh, and then his response, it was just so good. So good. So, and a great match. Kofi put on great, I, I mean, listen, there wasn't a bad worker in that bunch. No. Rowan is a mm-hmm. is a power worker. Yeah. So yeah. he is not, you you have to know what match to expect from each of them. Yeah. But man, what what was your favorite of, of let's let's move the Daniel Bryan out of it, because that was a foregone, you knew yeah. he was going to get a whooping there.
2: I, I've actually, Randy it came to work. He's been coming to work lately. I hate, I hesitate to say it. We talked about it last week. And I'm sure he'll tweet something MAGA and piss me off again. (laughs) Um, But, or him and his wife tongue kissing or something weird. But like, Randy has come to work. And you forget how good he is when he doesn't care and when he cares. And and for me, because he has also not cared and runs to WrestleMania before. My head canon is that he loves and respects Kofi so much yes. that he's going to put in the work. for I've him, decided
0: right? the same that thing on decided. my own in my head based on nothing. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like everyone's doing that. I feel like everyone's putting in their best work for Kofi, yes. and I yeah. love it. And I cried. Oh, when when Biggie and uh, Xavier was got thrown out, and they was shouting at Daniel Bryan as he walked down the ramp, it just oh. it was joy. And it he's was smirking. joy and he was smirking, oh. and you could see. There's little faces. Everyone's enjoying themselves in this.
1: You know, so it's so much. It's so easy to be cynical as as wrestling fans because we want what we want, yes. and when we don't get it. We get upset. Don't it's care stupid. how.
2: I want it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's being poorly
1: written. It's being poorly booked, and we're all guilty of it. Um, but every once in a while, they they put together an angle, and they execute it flawlessly. And I honestly. Whether this ends, even him just having the match to me, to me, is enough. I mean, I mm-hmm. obviously would like for him to win. I think it'd be nice to see him win the title. I think he certainly deserves it. Yeah. But just the whole, this really is, uh, as long as the match happens, just the journey's been breathtaking. Yeah. And the- you have to enjoy the journey. It's a good reminder of, like, be, be calm, be patient, watch it play out, don't assume.
2: This is, for me, between this and Becky's run... Mm -hmm. This has been one of the most exciting kind of year, just going from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. One of the years when I have been the most invested in like the WWE product, aside from obviously and but aside from those things, I have been really invested. And you know, yes, it's because we're brats and because they're giving us the people we want when we want them. But, like, damn, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) It's just been a really good. And this is the one thing, the only thing, as much as. And I still want it. I still want the Becky. I still want Becky to headline WrestleMania. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: But if it was Kofi, I'm not going to be super mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be. But it it wouldn't be. Yeah. (laughs) It's the downside.
1: I have a question about Becky and Charlotte and Ronda. I want to talk about that. I'm very excited. Is it hair related? No. No. I'm very excited for me. it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the?
0: Why is she trying to look like a snake? What is happening? Uh, why does she make me now know who is responsible for her hair and her makeup? That's what I said. Uh, now we have to, when we see them in the street, we're going to know them. And now it's our responsibility. I preferred not knowing. I preferred uh,
2: thinking she did it herself yeah. with just her fingers in the
0: back. <laughs> now that I know that there's a team, a uh, whole ass her team. Her own private team. Mm.
1: Let me ask this.
2: How so captivated by this. He just <laughs>
0: gone.
1: I can't help it. I've been up since three in the morning.
2: Oh, baby boy. Uh,
1: my question is, I feel like the Charlotte Becky segments we've been seeing the last few weeks have been frighteningly similar to one another. Hmm. I don't know that I can be more hyped for this match than I already am. Does it feel like we've reached... We, we talk about wanting longer storylines. Mm-hmm. And this one is one that's been clicking since... November. Hmm. So we've had a good long time. Are we in a point now where it feels like it's idling? Not not that we're going to lose excitement, but sort of I would rather see have less see like a little video package to remind me and yeah. then get and then maybe a little more but it's, how do you have a show I wouldn't without say Becky? On, like, right? I,
0: exactly. And I think Charlotte. they have to. I think she's the draw right now. So sure. they have to have it. When she wasn't on Raw, I was like, where is she? Because I'm so used to seeing her on both shows all the time. Yeah. Um, I think they are in a holding pattern with it. And yeah. I think they are trying to keep them all injury free. Mm. Like they're trying mm. real hard to keep everybody healthy. And I am super Me, okay With two, and that's got to be tough because that means they're keeping seth for the majority out the ring they're keeping becky and charlotte out the ring i mean i think kofi and daniel are going to be fine i don't think that's a concern but they're having to protect so many people now and we still have three weeks to go yep so i think it's really hard um i didn't expect to like the stuff with Rhonda's husband as much as i did i did and like in real life, he sucks. Yeah, but he was great. I because when but I that's I act, why him and Foxy had heat. Yeah, because he sucks. Because he sucks. And Foxy is the best, apart uh. from potentially some other stuff. But I mean, she's great because she yeah. has great wigs and amazing outfits. But I um, saw I, I I watched Raw on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. I read about it before I saw it, and when I read about this angle, I was like oh, they have to bring her husband into this and have it. And the way I sort of described was that he carried her over the, the um, barrier and carried her away. And like, no, I do not want to see a man put into the middle of this where he's carrying her away to protect her. Yeah. But the way it actually played out where he was almost like the silent calming figure who was trying to cool her off a little bit and just saying like, you know, you're above this. Let's just get you out of here. And standing behind her with his like hand on her shoulder. Yes. I was like, oh, this is actually perfect. Yeah, this is actually brilliant. And this is the right way to progress her. I don't care about your dumb thing. I'm just going to run roughshod over it with my real life with my husband with my abilities. This is the right way to do it. Yep. Uh, And I didn't expect that to happen because I hate her. Uh, But I was super (laughs) into it. I I mean, poor Dana. Poor Dana, Dana Brooke. Yeah, but I know someone had to be sacrificed. I know. I sucks. like that she's getting screen t- time. Me too. Right. I like that she's in the ring. Everyone's trying to make money before yes. you know. The
2: th- and, and 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 to be fair. We don't know if it hasn't been Dana's decision to take a step back because she's had a really hard year.
0: Yeah, she's had a rough old time
2: Like with it. I would dare say one, like, one of the roughest people yeah. on the roster. So
0: this mm. is great that she's now back in everyone's consciousness and when she's in, I assume she'll be in the Women's Battle Royal. I'm making an assumption, but if she's in the Women's Battle Royal, it's not just going to be like, oh, and here's Dana. We'll be like, oh, Dana. We've
1: and seen her.
0: I'm not going yeah. to lie. I really like sh- like stripped
2: down Dana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when, when she's like, I, I didn't even put on a lot of makeup because I had a blah, blah, blah. And I'm
0: like, you look so good. That was kind of weird last week, though, because it did look like they'd sent her out because they didn't know they were going to do it. And they oh, had they like, now, eyelashes now, on. Now, now, <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, they were like, no more time. No more eyelashes for you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but I liked I it better. It. Yeah, Yeah, and,
2: and not to, you know, I always, um, you know, cake face, not cake face, whatever yep. it is that you want to do. But it's a different look for her. Yeah,
0: I, like. I love wrestling Bobby Dana, but um, I, I also hand, like Jillian. on wrestling Bobby Dana.
3: No, I was legitimately <laughs> stretching my shoulder. You can't do that! That's- yeah. Signal. No, this goodness. is that. That's this like is a... me fixing my arm.
0: I thought you were
2: super telling us to wrap it up.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Dude, you're like, an, look, you're like a manager in baseball. You have yeah. to be really careful about what you do with your limbs.
1: Did you? Uh, what did you were you lifting? You heard it lifting, buddy?
3: No, I did something else. I'll, I'll explain later.
0: Oh, He's, pushing a, car. He's pushing a car. With <laughs> one arm push ups, probably. Yeah. Probably some one arm push ups. He was like,
1: Oh, building was falling down. I had to hold it up with one arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it it was an orphanage. I
0: had to get the orphans out.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, as we've said, time and time again julian is miles morales so <laughs>
1: yeah that's right
3: hey everyone this is producer julian we just got to hit pause on the show for a quick second to talk about the max fun drive and why we need you to become a member at maximumfunorg
1: slash donate oh it's that time of year again my favorite time of year Max Fun Drive. I know that all of you who are part of the Nation of Conversation, we're all a community together. We're a family, and that family is part of a larger family, which is Maximum Fun, and this is the time of year where uh, you can get deep up into that membership, and we're going to tell you about that.
2: Yeah, so it's really exciting. Um, Obviously... One of the best parts about being part of the MaxFun family is the sense of community that we have. Uh, we all are all a community. And I know that you've hopefully been hearing, um, just unplugging myself, I hope you've been listening to some of the ads running up to this because I wrote them. So if you hated them, don't tell me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this is once a year. It's a great opportunity to um, help us make the things that we love making and we think that y'all love listening to. It's really exciting.
1: Yeah, well, this network is entirely listener supported, and that is what the Max Fund Drive is about. It's about you setting up a recurring monthly contribution uh, to the shows that you love, and it helps keeps it helps keep the lights on for it. And we have some really cool gifts which we're going to tell you about later on in the show. But this is your chance uh, to really like feel like you have a full ownership in the shows that you listen to. Mm-hmm. And you guys know why it's special? Cause I'm in
2: here now. Julian's, Julian's here. here. Julian, can you please explain to them about how um, us being able to be on the Max Fun Network means that we get awesome things like a producer like Julian. It means that you don't have to hear me <laughs> cough, or you don't have to hear how many times I say "fuck" or any of those other things. That'll probably get bleeped. <laughs> but you don't have to hear any of those other things. But we can actually do this in a nice place and not in my car.
3: Oh, it's so wonderful. I mean, I gosh, I've been. It's been like a year since I started uh, just working on shows like tights and fights uh exclusively full-time as like a real-life job i wish i could have told 10 year old me that i would get to talk about wrestling for way more than i would ever feel comfortable doing but it's just wonderful uh and that's all thanks to guys and gals like you who have been contributing money every single month to make shows like this happen and i cannot thank you guys enough for it it's been so special to have you all on board with all of it
1: you're letting Julian Burrell, the most yoked man in this office, <laughs> live his dream. He's so wide right now that I'm pressed against the wall and I'm loving every minute of it.
2: Yeah, we don't ever call it beast mode. We call it Julian. <laughs> yeah, uh, You're going to feel different. I should have said Burrell mode.
1: <laughs> when you become a member, you're going to feel different. You're going to feel really, really good. Every time you hear the show, you're going to know that you're actually helping physically keep the lights on. There are lights in this studio. I am not kidding you. Here's how you get involved. You go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. It's MaximumFun.org, not .com. Get that .com out of here. That's your grandpa's website. You're going to select the membership level that's right for you. It's going to be recurring monthly donation. It can be as little as $5. It can be more. You know, don't have a Starbucks once a month. And there you go. You're supporting a podcast you listen to every single week. Yes, it's and not capitalism. <laughs> yeah. It takes almost no time. You put in some basic information.
2: Yeah, this is kind of a co-op, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. You set up your credit card, and then it's going to process automatically each month. But here's the super important part. During that process, it's going to ask you which shows you listen to on the Maximum Fun Network. The shows you select will benefit directly from your contribution. So if you become a member and you just support the network, that's great. But if you love our show, check that tights and fights box when you are setting up your recurring monthly contribution. And that will make sure that we benefit directly from the money that you are providing.
3: That's so important.
1: It's super important. And Mm -hmm. you know what else is important? We're talking to you about it. You're thinking, you know what? I should become a member. And we're still going to be here. Pause right now. Wait, hold on. Don't pause yet. First, go to MaximumFun.org, set up your membership, and then pause this, take care of it, and come back. We'll I mean, you're waiting for you. You I want mean, to do it now?
3: Like hell! It's probably in the show notes. I'm going to include the link in the show notes right now, so they can just while they're listening, just look down at the episode you're listening to right now and just click that link. It's really easy. I'm holding your hand through this entire process, guys. Yeah. And
2: I'll do nothing because I have no skills.
1: <laughs> Give I'm... it a little click right now. Get involved while you're thinking of it. No time like the present. This is your golden shining moment to step into the spotlight.
2: Yeah, and even if you can't, we, look, We obviously we love our Max Fund members, but we know that not everyone is necessarily capable. Share it. Share the podcast that you love. Share that we're doing the Max Fund drive. Everyone can play their part.
3: Right. I would never ask anybody to give anything more than what they are absolutely comfortable doing. I know that there are people that are in school that are listening to this. I know there are people who are unemployed listening to this. You guys are 100% off the hook. But everybody else who can contribute and does, I love you guys so so much Because you guys are essentially like Cesaro carrying ZZ through there, a decent yeah. match. That's a decent deep cut for those of you guys who have the network. And if you have the network, you're paying $9.99 a month. I know you guys can afford to give at least a little bit to this show that actually makes you happy instead of a network that has Hulk Hogan's greatest hits album on there. Get rid of it.
1: Can I also say we'll never do an episode of our podcast from Saudi Arabia? Yes. We promise yeah. we're not going to do that.
2: Hey, guess what's always on our podcast? Women.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we put them in the main event every week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for becoming a member. And now, on with the show. Tyson
0: Bites Podcast. And Bites.
1: Let's talk about Kurt Angle, who's finally announced <laughs> who the <laughs> opponent for his final match will be. Here's a clip. And I want to thank the McMahon family for allowing me to pick my opponent for my farewell match. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There are so many superstars Mm -hmm. I would love to face. Mm -hmm.
0: I won't be facing them. There's only
1: one that I want to beat. Mm -hmm. Really? And he is the man that has made my life a living hell Mm -hmm. since I've been the general manager of Monday Night Raw. Who? Who And man is Baron Corbin.
2: I could hear someone go, What?
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: oh, then, then he had
1: a match with Chad Gable.
0: Which was great. I thought it was a good match.
1: I, I like Chad Gable a lot. It was really, yeah, my favorite yeah. part of it was him saying, You're one of my heroes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, this is such an honor. Really, thank you. And they, they got going. It is like, it's not sad. Kurt is, is old. He's put his body through a ton. He's done it all for mm-hmm. us. I could mm-hmm. not be more appreciative of his career. No, nope. and that makes it difficult for me as a fan to watch him uh, be s- so much slower. Like he's yeah, he can do all the hits, and I feel for him. I like it hurts to watch it physically. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel discomfort watching him work now because. Yeah. He just feels slower and slowed down by pain and and all of these things. Do, am I am I alone in that? No, no,
0: I... I'm not sad to see him go. It's like saying farewell to a beloved family pet who has reached the end of its rainbow. And and I I just
2: because what's the other option like? No, you're right. Um, what's the other option? The other option is for him to keep going and start taking pain pills. Yeah, yeah
0: he can't Thank do that. You. He can't do that. He's done enough. No, he doesn't need no to do pain pills. He, he's done enough for us.
1: He did more than he needed to.
0: Yeah, and I don't career. think he's ever going to be gone from wrestling. No. You no. know, it's not like he's just going to vanish into the sunset forever.
1: He could be GM again. There's no reason. Yeah. I mean, when he left, it wasn't he was gone forever. It was no, the He idea took was a he sabbatical
0: back. or something, right? Didn't he? And yeah. God knows no one wants Corbin back in that role. Oh, this match. So,
1: <laughs> it's yeah. funny when you see the, the even the package during Smackdown when they showed it, you could hear <laughs> we the crowd booze. booing.
0: Because he sucks. Because he sucks. Because he sucks. And I don't even know why or how or what it is because it's not even like, oh, I want Seeker, beat him, Heat. It's just like, I just don't want to see him. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, it's fine. Look, I agree with Philly and Yorkshire.
0: It's like, it's just not
2: great. Um, and it makes me, but but if he has to go, I understand that is the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. That was his last big kind of thing. But th- this is one of those ones where I was like, we can't do like a greatest hits
0: yeah. with someone who I know was going to make sure he don't get hurt. Exactly. And also my fear is that he. there's not even a given that he's going to win. You know, like, because what if they're like, we need you to put someone over on your way out? And he
2: will. Going and he out the back is a thing. Yeah. It, it is yeah. a real time tested.
0: And that puts so much heat under Corbin to be like, oh, he beat Kat Angle in his last match. Yeah, and that's... that'll be what his next three months are yeah. that's a spark I, I killed you know i yeah. I, I ended kurt yeah. angle's career and it's like <laughs> don't give me this yeah calm down burrito <laughs> bowl yeah. i don't want this yeah, at least and i don't want to have to make that my bathroom break when i'm at mania yeah. but i mean i'm i might have to <laughs> you might you gotta <laughs> go I sometime watch it you do have to
1: enter it into run P so that everybody's <laughs> using that app knows to go during it's that not, match
0: it's, not easy. it's um, not
1: easy let's talk a little bit about brock versus seth um, I liked the promo at the top of the show. I liked <laughs> Lesnar taking a powder. Hmm. I know I don't, you know, it's weird. Like, I'm, I'm fine with the match. I'm sure it will be good. And I'm, I'm way more settled into Brock Lesnar as a performer. Hmm. I don't care that he has the title though. Yep. Like it doesn't feel like it's for the title. it, it there's something weird about it. I feel very mm-hmm. detached, like it's has nothing to do with the rest of WWE programming yeah. you know at all.
2: You know why? Because he's our step like he's our he's our weekend dad. He only mm-hmm. shows up when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. He's yep. supposed to get us three days a week and at least half of our vacation. Yeah, right. but he never shows up. And every time
0: he's like, "We're going to Disneyland," I promise. Yeah, you're or, not going to Disneyland. You're not
2: going to yeah. Disneyland. He's not
0: coming to your school play. No, he that... says he's gonna come. Yeah, but he's not gonna he's come. He's not coming. Oh no, kiddo,
2: don't worry. This is this is the week where we go to the beach. And then he's like, "I'm sorry." Work came up, and it's like, oh, you mean Deborah? You mean Deborah came up, and that's Fun what it fact, is.
0: Fun fact: my stepmom is called Deborah. <laughs> 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 so that was some real shit. Ooh, right you circle. in a real place. Be unbroken. I, <laughs> I heart abandonment. <laughs> 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 we can talk. Uh, Hardcore. But, yeah. <laughs> but right, it does, it does feel like that. It feels like. It's weird, it's the main event, one of the main events, it's the Universal title, it's finally our chance to get it back on the show, and I'm kind of like, eh. 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 Uh,
1: We also have another official match, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and Drew dropping the C-bomb, talking about cancer, uh, in his promo.
0: (laughs) Didn't love it. Yeah, does it
1: does it particularly bother you, it though? Doesn't Is it doesn't
0: particularly bother me because it's WWE and everyone knows it was agreed yes. and we've done much worse things. You Woo-hoo. know, Charlotte's brother, et cetera, et cetera, in the yep. past. I He obviously was fine with it. I just, it doesn't add to it to me. And when Drew McIntyre ultimately gets beat, which I do believe will happen, right. I don't think it benefits him afterwards to have made himself look low and classless. Right. Plus, it's not necessary. He Just isn't like I'm going to come out and kill you, like not like cancer, but no. like he he should be able to just be a monster. That's right. his character. He shouldn't need to do that.
1: He does look strong, though. It's yeah. to, I think yes. it'll it's good. It's a good rub for him to work with Roman. I still would like to see him get the belt.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. At yeah. some point, I love Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And
2: you know, it was it was going to be someone. They were going to make someone yeah. do the thing. Um, If it's going to be someone who's like, I'll kick your ass better than cancer or whatever. And probably more than likely going to do some joke about ribbons or something that we all hate. Um, At least Drew looks strong and is getting the right.
0: It was going to be someone. We got the old chosen one versus the new chosen one. And two big fellas that are going to put on a good match for the kids. And I'm sure it'll be great.
1: Yeah. Or Um, good. Or something miz cuts his first big baby face promo this week he acknowledges he did.
3: We, we can play a clip of it
2: yes please <laughs> Here's a clip. Because I believe hard work beats talent
1: when talent doesn't work hard enough. God
2: damn it. I am a proven success story,
1: and that is something to be proud of. My dad didn't just give me love, I had to earn it. The fans didn't give me (laughs) respect, I had to earn it. (laughs) This is
0: the broken dad hour It took
1: 13 (laughs) years, but I think, I think right here, right now, I have earned it. And
0: they're so
2: behind him. Broken yeah. dads podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next, we're going to take a call from Lindsay, who's 11 in South Yorkshire, and her dad didn't show up this Saturday. No. <laughs> what do we have to say to her, miss? <laughs> I would love to get some advice from the miss on, on, oh, he's going to make best your dad da- he's gonna be you. the best dad
2: yeah, ever. He
1: is going to be a great dad. I love that promo. I know.
2: And, I, and I, know, I know this is all in service of his reality show, and I do not. Fucking care. Because <laughs> I loved that promo. He sold me, and we've we've talked about it. I was always like, ah no, I'm about a babyface Miz. Mm. Yes, give me babyface Miz. I he can do anything. Yep. Well, they did yeah. it the right way
1: this time, I think. Yes.
2: And they made Absolutely. it personal. Yeah. And that's
1: when he's at his best when he makes it personal. The greatest promo of his life was him making it personal on Talking Smack. Yep. And he's yep. doing it again now and using the real life. You know, if you watch uh, Miz and Mrs. The, the second season it's has, has begun. Yeah, show. Uh, his, the idea that his dad's favorite wrestler <laughs> is with The Rock, or Ed, like his dad's favorite wrestler is somebody him. other than him. It's not him. It's that idea that his dad like never. It really is that Midwestern. My dad never says I love you. Never yeah. says he's proud. Yeah. So when he says it, even on Miz and misses, it's like, oh, that's a really heartwarming moment, and you can see how important that is to to the Miz. And now taking that and making it an actual storyline is smart. Yeah. yeah, smart storytelling
0: how so many times do we have to say wrestlers are the best characters when they're just enhanced versions of themselves yes. and that was so you could tell whether, whoever wrote that it was so true yep. I like to believe it was our pal Dave Schilling yes I'd like to believe that too probably
1: was You can pretty much take that to the it's bank canon yeah, it has to
0: be. <laughs> that's it. No, <gasps> only, New head kitten.
1: Only someone like Dave Shelley could write that, <laughs> or Dana Warrior.
0: Hello,
1: I'm Dana Warrior, oh, she's, and she's I'm really going to nice. write storylines for you.
2: Why does she? Why is she? Do, why is she doing the Theranos?
1: Because I follow the Warrior way. <laughs> why
2: is she doing the Theranos voice? Here at Theranos, We're
1: taking. <laughs> We're taking phlebotomy to a whole other level. We have a box and you put in your ideas and it spits out a year's worth of storylines. Don't ask me how it works and I definitely don't have a staff of commercial writers in the back.
0: Oh
1: dear. Now here's my weird boyfriend. He wants to tell you all to say, fuck Quest. Anyway... Uh, very quickly, it was nice to see the Iconics get a win. They appear to be in the women's tag title picture. Uh, multi-team yeah. match, most likely, but we'll probably get more shape around that next week, so we'll yeah, hold off on it then. Like a but
0: lot of women in the ring at once.
1: It was nice to see Sasha and Bayley on SmackDown, though.
0: It was nice to see them on SmackDown. Yeah. It was, that was great nice. to see Beth Phoenix looking amazing. Uh,
1: Beth Phoenix.
2: Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, also, the, the Twitter and social media things that the Iconics are doing, mm. um, again, I, I love anytime time someone can successfully use social media yep. to help uh, broaden the world and expand the world of what we see on TV yeah. and try to get themselves over. Obviously, we all know Becky is the queen of that, yes. but the Iconics are... Hot like, nails.
0: Yeah, the, uh, uh, definitely. And shout out to Peyton's excellent hair.
1: Yes.
2: It's <sighs> really working good program. I really like it. And now maybe people will
0: stop being like Bella Twins. <laughs> no. 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 Slap him on the nose with a newspaper. Nope.
1: If you've got any thoughts on everything we've discussed so far, let us know about them at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to tell you a little bit about all the fun of Max Fun Drive. And then after that, we're going to be joined by one of the rising stars of MLW and the international wrestling scene. It's Selena De La Renta. Up next on Tights and Fights. Did you skip the first pledge break? Did you? Did you? Be honest. Don't, (laughs) nope. Don't skip. Ooh, pot dead man. This is Max Fun Drive, young person. And I will (laughs) tell you right now, this is the most important time of the year for us. Maximum Fun is an entirely listener-supported network. Listeners like you who have these recurring monthly contributions that they've been making to help keep shows like ours Up and running and ready to go. It allows people like Julian to actually have a full time job here. Working as the producer of not only our show but many other fine Max Fun programs, which we will not mention because I'm jealous of them. <laughs>
2: yeah, as a, uh, um, as a lot of y'all don't know, the first what year we were doing this? Mm-hmm.
3: Julian was doing this all on his own. Oh gosh, you guys, I, I had so many stories. I because I worked at, in public radio at the time, and my show required me to get in at roughly six a.m. when I was whenever I was there Thursday mornings. I was editing this show from the train. Then I would keep editing it on my lunch break and then post it as I was leaving. But that's not happening anymore. I'm just here all the time. You
1: know, uh, similar... To Public Radio, where you come from. We work in the pledge drive system. But we don't give you, like, Andrea Bocelli singing live at a Maple <laughs> dance.
2: No, um, we don't do that. We also don't have... give you a bunch of promos where yeah. we're increasingly desperate every single, <laughs> like, two, three times a day.
1: We, we have uh, very cool gifts for the people who are members. And this is, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down the different pledge gifts we have for this year. We're very, very excited. And I want to be clear that, say you set it at the $20 level, you'll get the $20, the $10, and the $5 gifts. Existing members at the $5 level will get exclusive bonus content from every single show on the Maximum Fun Network. That's over 100 hours of bonus episodes available only to monthly members. And I, not to, to cross promote here, but the We Got This bonus episode alone is two and a half hours long. <laughs> Yikes! It is our producer Ken Plume and Doc Hammer from the Venture Brothers breaking down the first 25 episodes of our show <laughs> that's interesting. But this show, okay, that's you, you yeah. wrestling fans, uh, is Danielle, Lindsay, myself, and Julian from outside of the booth, the, from, the, from the God Mike, <laughs> as I like to call it, talking about the very first- Ice Cream Ooh. Christmas, WrestleMania oh, 1. Oh, God, it really happened. Ooh,
2: and I think I'm on a couple of other bonus episodes for some other people, too. If, if you like sure. me, I'm on other things if you, if you get that Max Fun Drive bonus episode. If you don't like me, I am on other things <laughs> if you
1: get that Max Fun Drive bonus episode. That's yeah. right. This network is filthy with us. Now, speaking of Ice Cream Christmas, at the $10 level, you get a Drive-exclusive enamel pin designed by Megan Lincott. And they're brand new designs for every Max Fun show. So if you're like I got the pin last year, new pin. New pin, everybody. Pin, if you're at the ten dollar level like? last year, you're gonna wanna kick it up so you can get the pin again. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Oh for my this gosh. One. This year, we were like, well, we're Ice Cream Christmas. That's WrestleMania for us. That's WrestleMania. This is the WrestleMania of Max Fun. And and we are on the
2: road to WrestleMania as we speak.
1: What if the pin were an ice cream cone with a Santa hat on it? How about that? Ice cream (laughs) Christmas, people. It's become a reality. You can get that pin at the $10 level. I'm glad that it's mint ice cream, too. If you're one of those people I was talking about before who are upgrading to the $20 level just to get that pin, well, that's not all you get. You're going to get a beautiful 18 by 24 inch, 550 piece Maximum Fun puzzle. Designed by Jeffrey Tice specifically for Max Fun monthly members, it is the perfect activity to go along with listening to podcasts. And let me lay it out for you: it's so
2: beautiful. It's Ooh.
1: it's sunset.
2: It's uh, yeah over
1: MacArthur Park in the background. What's that little Easter egg? I'll tell you. It's the Max Fun rocket taking oh. off, delivering yeah. podcasts to the great unknown beyond the Sea of Tranquility. will have. Bullseye.
2: Legit, do you think someday that we might have tights and fights in space where they will blast it off and that'll be the first thing aliens hear? I mean, Vince
3: McMahon is 100% going to try to own the moon as like the first (laughs) wrestling show
1: on the moon. On the moon. For sure. Goddamn, pal. $35 per month. At that level, not only do you get the puzzle and the pin and all the bonus content, you get a glass coffee mug engraved with the Max Fun Rocket logo. I, I, one of my favorite things
3: is like, it, like it's like visual ASMR where you can like watch people mix the drink. You could actually watch it. Oh, uh, right uh, the cream goes sure into the can. coffee. Yeah,
1: sure you can. It's yeah. hypnotizing. Oof. Oh my goodness! I can't wait. I, right now, if you are listening to this? Your wallet is salivating, saying, let me add that Max Fund drive. I want to help you support the shows you love. I know how good you're going to feel every time you listen to those shows. So I'm going to tell you how to do it right now for you and your wallet's sake. You go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. That's .org. Get your .coms, your .nets, and your .edus and throw them in the garbage disposal and turn that thing on for 10 minutes. Get so them out of here. .org forward slash donate. You select the membership level that is right for you. We're not asking you to stretch beyond your means. Whatever you feel comfortable with, that is fine. Hey, if you can't give anything right now, that's okay too. But help share the drive with your friends. Get the word out. You never know who among your friends isn't even aware it's going on and might be able to become a member. Yep. But the most important thing is to support this show directly. You'll be asked what shows you listen to. That's not just an informal survey. That's how they know where the money needs to go. So every show that you select that you listen to will benefit directly from the contribution that you provide. That is super important and we sure hope if you're listening to our show and listening to me right now that you're going to check off Tights and Fights. So yes. that's what you do. Do it right now because you're thinking about it. Get those gifts. Get involved right now at maximumfundorg slash donate. Tights and
0: Fights Podcast Tights and Fights
1: Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm joined today by- Daniel Radford. And- Lindsey Kelp. Selena De La Renta is one of the stars of the international wrestling scene. As part of major league wrestling, she's been the promoter for tag champions Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. and world champion Low Key. Let's hear just a bit of her work in this moment with Ricky Martinez on their way to the airport.
4: Come on, Ricky, I don't have all day. <gasps> Did she just drop my bag? Nope. I'm just working out. Five thousand dollars. I'm
2: working out. This is as much workout as I need to wrestle a blind man. (laughs)
0: That's
1: funny. Selena, what is that white stuff?
4: Snow. I've never seen snow before. (laughs) Okay.
1: Can I? Can I (laughs) eat snow?
4: Can you eat snow? Yeah. Well, yeah, but not the yellow. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are
1: you doing? Hurry up! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Selena, thank you so much for coming on to Tights and Fights. It is great to have you here.
4: Thank you, guys, for having me.
1: So uh, we, we want to talk to you about your career and get into all of that. But uh, I understand you were talking to our producer, Julian, yesterday, and you told him a story about something crazy that happened to you on your recent trip to Mexico, and we want to hear it.
4: Yeah, it was really the craziest story that I've had in my life, and I'm not exaggerating. It's um, So they pick me up at the airport, and they take me to this beautiful hotel, and I'm thinking, God, they're treating me like a goddess here. And L.A. Park happens to mention that they killed 600 people. Um that the night before I was there, what? I was like, oh, um, thank you for telling me right in this second when I just arrived. That's very nice of you. And he he's like, yeah, but don't be scared. It's all right. Uh, we've we've been in this part before and nothing's ever happened. So he's going to be fine. I'm like, all right, cool. The next day, the promoter picks us up at the at the show and they let L.A. Park drive. So we get on the on the speedy highway that that's what they call it and they start burning cars on that same highway. Oh, my so God. So I, I was, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's so crazy. And L.A. Park's like, well, our exit is only, like, 20 minutes ahead, and then we'll get to the venue right there. And I'm like, no, but we don't drive towards that, right? He's like, no, no, we do, because we have to get to the show. I'm like, okay. So then they, they started blocking the entrances and everything you couldn't go anywhere in the highway you were just parked and he tried to drive you know there's like this one lane that's for cops so he was like in there but in mexico they have like uh, cinder blocks in the bottom so you can't really go off the road Mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of trailers so we were in this minivan and he's like we're gonna go through this and he tried to like jump on the cinder block and have the car sideways like spider car almost <laughs> 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 he has uh, like three other people that were just bodyguards that we had in the car so they just jump out the windows and are, they're giving him driving directions so they I, I don't know how they did it but they started getting the people that were in the other cars and the trailers to move around us and then they started moving traffic and we started driving against traffic tried hopping to the other side of the highway but there was like uh there was like a little hill and it went it went straight back up but it had like a bunch of rocks so we're in this minivan and we like just drove down into it and then we had people having to push the minivan and somehow he just jumped over to the other side and said is this a four by four now i'm like this is a minivan what are you talking about and he's like, okay, this is a 4 by 4 today. So he just, like, <laughs> hit, yeah, he just hit the brake. and you know, it was so, so crazy. We jump over to the other side and we can, like, drive away. But now the GPS says that the show is two hours away and the show had started already. But, so we were, we're main event and he said, I think we can make it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think so. I think we should call. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 we can make it. He started driving 160 miles per hour. We made it to the show 20 minutes before our match, and wow. that was my one, wow. my first night. Whew.
1: well, what a way to make an entrance, right?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so scared. Then I had to go cut this promo, but I was just thinking, should I just cut the promo or pray for these people because this <laughs> is just horrible.
1: Yeah. Wow. I, I bet you had a lot of adrenaline running.
4: I was freaking out honestly cuz yeah. I was thinking if these people do this on a regular basis if I say something really mean are they going to come after me? Yeah. Right, right,
1: yeah, right.
2: That's really scary. Wow, I'm yeah. really sorry that you, I, that is
4: a crazy story. I'm so sorry you that wow. Oh, yeah, it's it, it it was it was super crazy and my mom kept calling and it was a lot that night but i i loved it actually like after in the end it was all worth it because the show the people there are a lot different so that the kind of heat that i got there it's it was new to me so i it was a good experience after <laughs> talk
2: that. about you know making lemonade uh
1: <laughs> yikes well let's wind the clock back from that moment to uh <laughs> to the start of your career now If I understand this right, you got into wrestling as a result of Total Divas. Tell tell me about that and and what it was about that show that that spoke to you and sparked your
4: interest. So, yeah, the first time I even heard of wrestling was total divas. I had I had seen a couple of clips before when I was little like here and there in some people's TVs and I remember the boogeyman cuz I was <laughs> shocked by a person <laughs> eating worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was impressive to me and uh, so I I was pursuing film and my I went to college for screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And my professor said that I had to study reality TV and uh, I went back and my dad suggested total divas and i was like all right what is this women that fight i was like all right <laughs> <laughs> so i looked at this show and there was so much more there was like the personalities the show the costumes the everything like you have your hair your makeup you're you're a complete star then you also do the athlete side. And I, mm-hmm. I always pursued performing arts and I always tried to do every sport, even though I was not good at all the sports, but I, I tried doing everything. And professional wrestling just seemed like the perfect combination of both. And I, I just thought if I gave it a shot, I would know if if it was just me wanting to do everything I saw on TV or I really did meet the thing that that I love the most.
2: That wow. See, I
4: told y'all.
2: I am constantly I sing the ballad of Totes Deeves on the show all of the time as a message for good ambassadorship in this world. And
0: look <laughs> look who it gave us, you guys. Yeah. Yep. We are pro Totes Deeves, so this is a beautiful story.
1: We are. Once you stepped in and started training, when did you like how soon did you know? Cuz I know how I've understand it's very grueling going through that training and that's you really kind of learn In that first part, whether you can handle and dedicate yourself in that way. How soon did you know?
4: Well, I think I knew that the minute I signed up for it, because I I had already been watching a couple of wrestling things. And I was like, wow, I think I think I really, really want to do this forever. And my mom's like, you're crazy. I'm going (laughs) to take you there. (laughs) I'm going to show you that you don't want that. And I'm like, oh, please take me. So basically I started training and the first bump that I took, I knew like this was it. It was the first, I didn't know what a baby face was, a heel, nothing. They taught, they taught me from scratch. Wow. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. I didn't even know what a headlock was. They said headlock and I was, what is, what is a headlock? And they're like, are you for real? And then they put you <laughs> in you one and for... you were like,
2: oh, this is a headlock.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I went in one and I had to put a couple people on some after because yeah it's, it's actually painful people think it's not but yeah and, and taking bumps is pretty painful as well right yeah it's really painful and it's like it expands your lungs that's how you feel every time you hit it but it's much more than just the bump the bump is the sacrifice you're willing to take to make the show great Aww.
1: oh that's a wow that's a i love that way
4: yeah. to, to phrase oh, that that's yeah.
1: fantastic. Um, so we've talked a bit on this show recently about how managers have been more present in the wrestling scene lately, that they've they've started to come back. Why do you feel like that role is becoming more prominent? Why in this time is that that idea of of guidance uh, in storytelling important?
4: Well, I mean, a lot of things are changing in, in wrestling. There's more women, and of course, i mean i don't think it has to do with the women basically what i'm trying to say is that it it evolves and in wrestling things keep moving like forward faster and faster and maybe just maybe now that we are more open to having different kinds of wrestlers like the flippy guys and you have like the smaller mexican guys or the or or whatever like it's just a big variety Mm -hmm. i think that there's more talented people in the ring that there is people on the mic. And I think that now it's time where, okay, well, yeah, the Flippy guys are entertaining, but they can't cut a promo. So maybe that's why. Yeah. And and you definitely
2: do need people who can advance the story for sure. I've always been a huge fan of managers and – of course, I love, it. you know, when someone's able to hit on everything, the athleticism, storytelling in the ring, storytelling on the mic, all of those things are obviously important. And when we get those people, they're superstars. But yeah. I, I am happy now to see that there has been a return to, to managers because I, I love a manager. I, You know, if I was ever to get into it, yeah. I would definitely be a manager. There's no yeah. way that I'm taking bumps.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't want to be a manager. It was kind of that it was given to me that role they told me that um since i was injured that that they needed to find something i could do and originally i was just going to be the host of the show Mm -hmm. and just interview a couple people and that's it they put me on a camera and they said i think we have different plans for you and i was like all right just tell me whatever i'll I have enough clothes, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and, <they're> like... <laughs> and then they did like this tryout and they gave me this super, super long promo and I'm like oh, I have a language barrier I, I, I was freaking out, but I cut the promo and I did it and it was like the leader of the cartel, it was evil and after that they told me, yeah, well, you're, we're going to give you the Spanish division and I was like what does that mean? Like, you get, you get like the luchadors. you deal with them and you manage them. You would, you will take care of all of them. Like, no, wait, for <laughs> real? <laughs> I was that's like, crazy. for real. <laughs> so it was kind of like that how it happened. I, I would have very much rather be in the ring. And I mean, I broke my leg five times in wow. the ring. wow. Oh, that's There's a lot. like, I know for a fact that as soon as my leg is okay, I'm going back again because I love it. And, yeah, I don't know. Is it even even though that my my role as a manager is what's gotten me to, you know, be more exposed and like everybody knows my work now, I still feel like the ring is what I was made for.
0: Yeah, but what yeah. a great way to take something that could have been a negative that so many people it might have stop them from pursuing it and find out you have this amazing new talent too. Like that's pretty awesome that you were able to make it into a positive.
2: Yeah, and then you get to be one of those people who can do
4: everything. That's great. Well, yeah, that's that's a great plus.
1: We, we mentioned some of the people that you worked with. What do you think, uh, just from your perspective, when you're when you're working as a manager, what is it that, uh, what are the um, qualities that a wrestler has to have to be a good match with you? What, what is it that you're looking for for somebody as a performer, where you go, oh, that's something I can work with. I know I can sell that.
4: A lot of people have asked me like, what type of wrestling do you like? Do you like like high flying? Do you like this or that? And mm-hmm. in the end of the day, I want to have, I want to be next to somebody that's entertaining. Period. And that is something that not everybody has. Because I understand there's people that can have, a, can have a good match, but if you go out there and people don't really care about what you're doing, then there's not really not, no point of coming to see you. Because if they don't care, why are you even here? Mm. So I, I think the most important thing for people that are, that are going to be next to me is for them to be entertaining and they, they can be, you know, the, people can relate to them and they actually tell you a story. Because I, I feel like people that go to wrestling are there for a motive. And if you can't give them that, then I don't want you in my team. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: For you as someone who performs in the ring as well as working as a manager, what part, does your mentality change one to the other? I mean, obviously, the physical aspect is a lot different. But in terms of how you approach the performance, what are the major differences, or is there a difference when you're actually going to be wrestling versus uh, managing someone?
4: Well, they both take different... Like, you have to prep them differently. Like, um, for a man... For, When I'm a manager, I have like four to five fights a night. When I'm a wrestler, Mm. I have one. So I'm only preparing for one. But since MLW is TV, we film more than one week, one day. And it's certainly different because I have all these outfit changes and I have to, the time that I spend picking what I'm going to wear, it's not, I don't have a month to pick one outfit and a designer makes it and that's it, I have a new gear set. It's four different outfits and Mm -hmm. the accessories and everything is hectic because they like every wrestler needs me there during their match calling
1: right but everybody
4: calls their matches and everything before they go out and everybody's doing it at the same time so like when we're going over stuff and we're deciding like if we're gonna like whatever whatever game plan we have for the match like that that time that i have to invest with everybody drives me nuts when i'm a manager If if I'm a wrestler, it's just me.
1: Who is your dream opponent? Someone you haven't wrestled yet that you'd love to wrestle? And who would be a dream client for you to manage that you have not worked with yet?
4: You Um, had to pick one
1: person for each.
4: If I had to pick a person to wrestle, it would be Melina. Mm. And that would be because I've, I've wanted to wrestle her since I started. To me, she is one of the women I look up to. And I actually was booked against her. And she got hurt. So it was devastating, but I got to wrestle Ali from TNA, so that yeah. was that was still good. <laughs> and Melina was involved in the match, but I still like always think think back to it and like, oh man, I wish I wish I would have wrestled her. Right. So I, that would be my dream match, and the dream would be Rey Mysterio.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I had that thought when I was asking. I was like, I bet Rey Mysterio. I just kind of thought. That would be a cool, a very cool thing. Yeah, pairing.
4: I mean, I get the the fun luchadors, because to me, he is number one entertainer. Yeah. And I think yeah. he'll always
1: will be. Yeah, he's fantastic. So before we go, one last question for you. Uh, what is one thing that you wish fans understood better about wrestling? One thing that's sort of misunderstood, because we live in this age where, because of the internet, fans think they know a lot more than they actually do. What is the one thing you wish that they understood?
4: I wish that they understood that um, at the end of the day, this is a character. That's what I wish that people mm. would understand because right. I've been actually like hit by fans with things and they throw food at me and um, I've been throwing pesos. I don't know if you've ever hold a peso, but it's like a, it's a big coin. And, I have, and I've had bruises all over my body because of it. And so, yeah, I wish that fans would know that at the end of the day, this is a character and I'm still a person. So... I'm not. I'm not a. They 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 see me. I think kind of like a Disney character, the evil character that's always, you know, trying to entertain the audience and be mean. But um when it comes to going to social media, sometimes it's kind of it kind of sucks when you have like a lot of hate mail and and oh. people saying that I should quit the business. That kind of stuff. Like, oh, it, it gets annoying.
1: Yeah, I I bet it does. So yeah, I'm
4: sorry to so hear that's that. That's the only thing. No, it's okay. Uh, I know it's part of the business. I don't have only bad bad people in my DMs, I'm just—I sure. have good fans as well, and usually the the good fans are majority. But I wish that everybody would understand that I'm a performer, not a evil queen. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with uh, being able to draw lines and a little bit of
1: reality out there for the people yeah. listening.
2: Hey guys, guess what? Angelina Jolie isn't really maleficent. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. surprise. <laughs> That's uh. kind of what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Uh, Selena, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Where should people be following you on social media so they can keep up with work and appearances and all of that?
4: Well, I'm Selena De La Renta everywhere, and that is S-A-L-I-N-A-D-E-L-A-R-E-N-T-A.
1: All right. You heard it here. Go follow Selena De La Renta. Go check out her work. That does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, your hosts were Daniel Radford and Lindsey Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin. We did it, y'all. It is Max Fun Drive. So don't forget to become a member at MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. We've been telling you all show long, but do it. Now is the time. You're thinking of it. The episode's over. You're like, darn, that was good. I want to give back. Do it, do it, do it, and do it. Uh, what else? Patreon?
2: Uh, yeah, I have a Patreon. If y'all want to check me out on there, um, you can certainly do that. Um, but th- you know, this is all about the Max Fun Drive. Yes. Um, so yeah, we we love you and we appreciate all of you, uh, whether you can donate or not. Because I know I have been uh, real, real broke. Um, if you're not able to, share us with your friends. Yes. Um, you know, get the word out about the podcast. Tell people about what you love about us, um, because that helps too. And and also, I just want to make new friends.
0: I'm needy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're very needy. Lindsay?
0: Yeah, same. Wrestle friends, please. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be at WrestleMania this year. Ooh. So I'm hoping to see some of you there. And hopefully when I see you, you're going to say, hey, Lindsay, guess what? I donated you to the Max Bond Pledge Drive. And I'm going to say, yay, that's amazing. Have a hug. Uh, and then you'll say, I don't want a hug. And I'll say, that's entirely up to you. Lindsay, you respects your boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I heart boundaries. <laughs> yes, they're the best. They're the best. Donating <laughs> and boundaries, my two favorite things.
1: That's right. Uh, become a member, people. Now is the time to do it. The gifts are great. Don't forget to check the box for Tights and Fights when they ask you what shows you listen to. You could also check the box for We Got This with Mark and Hal if you listen to that as well. The shows that you select are the ones that will benefit from your membership. Cannot say that enough. Our producer is Mr. Ponderful, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Lars Swisher. Mike Eagles, the voice behind our theme music. We are putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and on Instagram. Tag us, tell us why you were a member, why you support the show, and why other people should be doing it too. That would be pretty cool of you. And if you love the show, remember, share us with your friends. Become a member. But also, you can hit five stars on Apple Podcasts, Write a review. Tell people why you love the show and why they are also going to love it. Thank you so much again to all of you who are already MaxFun members. You make this show possible. Those of you who are upgrading and becoming members this year, you are helping us to grow. Uh, You are the reason why Julian gets to be here full time. Thank you. We cannot thank you enough. And those of you who cannot upgrade and who cannot become members, we love you as well. Help spread the word during Drive. This is the only time of year when we ask you uh, to contribute. So hopefully you're able to and you appreciate what we do enough to kick a few dollars our way.
2: Don't just do it for us. Do
1: it for Julian. Do it for Julian. The man can barely fit in a shirt anymore. <laughs> He's, he, when he gets stressed, he works out.
2: He needs pro tape. Yeah. When
1: will his hands ever be able to reach his hips again? He's too <laughs> yoked. Anyway, we'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. I